Hey there, everybody. So glad that we can come together here at uh, your convenience, but live. If you're if you're seeing this now, come on in. Let's come and have some good time in the Word and in fellowship. We have some special guests. We have Daniel and Felicia Owens here, yes, and we are so thankful to have them here with us. We've already been enjoying some wonderful fellowship, and um, they've got some good things for us. I know if you have not had an opportunity, I shared what's on my heart in regards to connected parts. And there's, you know, not a single one of us has every part of the supply. Um, you know, Paul, when he had gotten done in Corinth, he had talked in this first letter to the church of Corinth by the Spirit of God. He's penning, love suffers long in his kind. Love does not envy, love does not parade itself, it's not puffed up. He goes through seeing, well, we know God is love. Come to find out through First John. So he's penning love, God himself, in this kind of way. And then he gets through and says, I see in part, I know in part. And there are parts we don't see, parts we don't know. And it's so important that we know, we, we sense by the Spirit of God, and we're, we're obedient to it, that we receive from the parts and that God would have his supply get to us through them. And it's so important. So that's why we're so thankful to have Daniel Owens here with us and Felicia. We're so thankful. They got part two. Hallelujah. And I'm thankful to receive it. And, and we, we know it's going to bless you there. So get your Bibles out. Get stirred up. And, and let's pray together because you want to have your faith working together with this. Father, we do ask together for your anointing. We ask together, Father, for your grace to abound towards us, that you would quicken to us. And help that word that you have prepared to go forth easily and to be received well in Jesus' name. And we commit ourselves as you grace us, as we leave these times and places, we will not just hear these, but be doers of them sure. by your help. And thank you, Father, according to your word, we'll be blessed right. in what we do as we do that. In Amen. Jesus' name we receive it, Father. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. you. Well, I'm going to defer to you, brother. We're so thankful. We know God's put some good word on your heart. And so uh, whatever you have for us, brother, we are ready and receptive. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Well, we also want to thank you for allowing us to come over. And you guys have been a major blessing to our lives. And so we thank you for honoring us with this time. And we treasure your friendship and everything that the Lord has done through you and doing for you. We are rejoicing with you. Oh, and um, and thank you so much yes, for giving us this opportunity. Yes, well, guys, um, uh, brother Donnie and I had spoken previously, and there was something that he had on his heart. And uh, come to find out that just days before, the Lord had just given me a revelation of Brother Keith Moore, my father in the faith, has used the example that revelation can come while you're driving down the interstate and see a, a hot dog billboard. So that's kind of how it happened with me. And I was sitting in front of my computer working one day, not too long ago, and just out of nowhere seemingly, the Lord just showed me this, and it has to do with um, God's order, the, the, the order of righteousness. Yeah. And so he had been dealing with Felicia and I and some things in, with our family and things with our submission to those over us in the Lord and how the Lord sets things up. He's a God of order. Righteousness is a gift to us. 
and we submit ourselves to the righteousness of God, and he's got everything set up in an order. He's an orderly God. With him, there's nothing that's out of order, and there's a hierarchy that he has set up. Now, everybody is equal in the eyes of God as far as his love for them and his value of them. Jesus' blood was shed for everybody. But there is a hierarchy, and that stretches from God the Father himself all the way down the line. And so as I was sitting there, and we've been discussing things as far as family is concerned, how that even in my own life, uh, and I know Felicia can say the same thing, how growing up and I know everybody with a family or everybody in that situation can attest to the fact that, and even the Bible records instances where you might see that a certain parent may show favor to one child more so than the other. Well, um, as I was growing up and I spoke to my father about this the other day, um, I, I kind of sensed that, man, I, I don't seem to have the same relationship with my father as maybe my brother does. Now, I know he loved me. I had no question in my mind about my dad's love for me. But it seemed to me that maybe my brother had a little bit more favor, a little bit closer relationship to my dad than I did. So in my flesh, and this is what you have to watch for, the Bible says in Hebrews 7, 7, that the lesser is blessed of the greater. Well, what that means is that the lesser doesn't need to try to pull the greater to himself. The lesser needs to bring himself to the greater and submit himself. In, a, in, a, in the instance of a relationship with the father-son, what I did instead of trying to go to my dad and find out what he likes and what he wants to do and get in on his, uh, on his plane, I tried to dance for the fiddler and perform and try to pull my dad to myself and make myself bigger in his eyes, which is all still wrong. It's wrong thinking. And that didn't restore anything. If anything, it probably separated us even more because he's not receiving that as a blessing. He's seeing me still trying to get him on his way. Yeah. So in just thinking about those things, the Lord just, it dawned on me that day, just sitting and looking at the computer and working that the, though God loves us all the same, though the blood of Jesus has been shed for all, yeah. we have to submit ourselves to him. We bring ourselves to him, and as we draw closer to him, then the favor of God and that closer relationship is going to develop, and we'll be able to experience the Father in a whole other level as someone who, who wants to do their own thing. And so Felicia and I have talked about it, and with our own children, you know, we can see the same dynamic. We can see that the kids that enjoy doing the things that we want to do and are ready to go and, and find out what we're doing. Well, they, they seem to experience favor and maybe a little bit more attention than ones that may don't, you know? Yeah. So we, we spoke to our children about it and we're, we try to be very open with them about things when, especially when the Lord shows us truths that'll change our lives and, and, and just laid it out. And so I just, you know, I got all this and I have heard some things like this before, but never as real to me as what the Lord had, had dawned on my heart that day. And I called my dad and I spoke to him and, and I actually apologized to him. And I said, Dad, you know, I, my whole life I grew up and I never questioned your love for me, but I always longed to have a, a, that close relationship that it seemed that you and my brother had. 
And of course, he was very gracious, and he, you know, reassured me that that he felt no different from me than he did my brother. But uh, but I was able to, to to let him know that all these years in my wrong thinking, I felt like you needed to apologize to me for not having that same closeness, and I was completely wrong about that. And so I submitted myself to him and I apologized to him and told him that I. I love him and I wish I had spent more time trying to find out what he wanted to do and what he liked. Yeah. And, uh, and then since we've grown up and moved away, there are many, many things that we do enjoy together. And our relationship has grown closer yeah. and we've enjoyed wonderful fellowship yeah. as a result of that. But, um, praise God. I, uh, that has become real to me and I begin to seek the Lord, uh, to show me instances in the word that'll bear that out. And my goodness, uh, the whole Bible bears <laughs> that out. Um, I began to look into it, and I saw where I, you know that the the lesser is blessed of the greater. Abraham, whenever he took the spoils, he brought the tithe to Melchizedek, and the Bible says Melchizedek was the priest of righteousness. So the order of righteousness was that the lesser brings himself to the greater, and then the greater blesses. Now that word bless, what does that mean? We know in in, uh, in our people in the faith circles, we know that blessing means to empower, to succeed, empower, to prosper. And so, oh yes, hallelujah. That's a good word, fruitful and multiply. And the Lord spoke this phrase to me, our ability is in our humility. When we bring ourselves to those over us in the Lord, when, when son or daughter brings her him or herself to mama, to daddy and gets in on what they're doing. When congregant brings himself to pastor, yeah. submits himself to pastor and finds out what pastor's vision is and what his heart is, yeah. then the blessing is able to flow down to us and that success and that prosperity is able to manifest. And that, oh, that's how such a good work because how many sins that got so far away right. and it's because of that very thing. That's it's, right. it's, when we take that time, and I like how the scriptures talk about delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Yes, sir. And it's actually something that's come against a lot of youth, a lot of young people because yes, sir. the thought comes if they go to church, if they do these things, they're going to miss out on the best of their life. Yeah. And in actuality, when they seek him and what is important to him, they start finding what is the desires of their heart. Come and on. they start enjoying life the way it can be enjoyed. That's right. And so it, and so when you have uh, godly parents yes, that can show you and lead you the way and let you know, hey, if you open yourself to God like you open yourself to us and find out what it is about us, what makes us tick, That's right. you and I can have a good relationship. That's right. But then you and God can have something wonderful too. Absolutely. And it'll cause you to... Enjoy life, enjoy yes, friends like you've never had, and it right. allow you to influence like you never That's had. Good. How much peer pressure would be avoided if we had this working well? Yes, sir. That's and exactly so uh, right. that is wonderful, sir. That's right. Because it's all about our perspective. I mean, the That's relationship right. in God's eyes is wonderful. Right. He's open to us. He goes, whenever you want to know more about me, come grab come a on. seat. Come on. Take in, a baby. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> but it's up to us. Well, well, right. Right. And, and it's like that with, like you're saying, those that are over us in the Lord. Yes, sir. Parents, you know. Yes, sir. That we're going to have to make time. You know, it, it was interesting. One of the first things that God gave me, we had come back from Raymond after getting trained for the ministry. And he led me to minister at a funeral. Uh, a relative had gone home to be with the Lord unexpectedly, you know, to people's eyes. And, and um, she wanted, she asked that I spoke. 
before. Now she was preparing for her going, and it was actually in an accident that it occurred. So mm-hmm. how this worked out is is the Lord's working that He was preparing mm-hmm. even even in that. Mm-hmm. And so I came, and the Lord was ministering to my heart about what He said about uh, uh, honoring father and mother. Yes, sir. It's the first right principle yes, that has promised that's right. within that is that we would live long. That's right. And see good days and serve. And I started seeing this is why many people are actually dying young. They don't even realize it. That's right. You know, and wrong. It's a sad situation. When in all actuality, we can value our parents. Yes, Parents sir. in the Lord. Parents yes, in the natural. Yes, sir. And the thing about this, you and I didn't get to choose who our parents are. No, that's right. We didn't go, hey, I'm going to choose. I like them. <laughs> that's right. And it's no, like that spiritually, too. Yes, sir. certain connections. You don't really get that's to right. choose. That's right. But I'm we agree. can choose to value. Yes, sir. We can choose to submit, God's and when choice. we do, yes, sir. we're choosing God to be able to show us more. That's right. And we're choosing to enjoy what we got. Praise God. That's Hallelujah. so good. Glory so I'm glad you're getting this, brother. Hallelujah. Praise God is blessing me already. You know, you said some good things there. Children and youth are missing out on a lot because they haven't been taught these things. And so while they are supposed to bring, it is godly. It's a part of the order of righteousness. It's righteousness in relationships for the lesser to bring him or herself to the elder. It's also just as important that the greater or the elder um, rightly represent God the Father. And so my wife and I have discussed that. And we want to always look at ourselves. What kind of example are we providing our children? You hear this term. um, It's become pretty popular in secular circles today about helicopter parents. This is dangerous and way more dangerous than people may realize. And what that means, if you haven't ever heard that, is a parent that just hovers over. That's why they say helicopter that hovers over their kid, trying to protect them from everything. Uh, You have a helicopter government (laughs) trying to, you know, make sure that nothing happens and you just want to keep any, any. And what it does is that's right. There's no faith in God. And you're you're disallowing that child to experience things and learn how to resist and how to yield and how to be tough and learn how to be told no yeah. and how to overcome things. Yeah. And so these helicopter parents, they they do everything for their child. They don't allow the child to make decisions for themselves. And so what you see is you can get a child that grows up to be 18, 19 years old and leaves the house and they've never been told no. They've never learned how to make a decision for themselves. They don't even know what shirt to pick because mom or daddy has always picked everything out for them. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's dangerous for them, but it's it's horribly wrong because that parent has misrepresented God in doing that. Um, yes. We want to make sure that our children learn who God is by learning who we are. You said that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. We want to make sure that we present God to them in a way so that whenever that transition happens and it needs to happen as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus, when he was 12 years old, uh, they made the trip. And uh, after they had gone to I forget exactly what it was they were going to do, they were, they were doing the uh, they're coming back for Passover. Yes, sir, that's and right. And then they're leaving. They look up one day and 12 year old Jesus is nowhere to be found. <laughs> well, when they finally find him, what does he say? The, you, you know, know what are you looking for? I must be about my, I must be about my father's business. Jesus at 12 years old yes. 
had been weaned off mom and daddy and was already looking to the father yes. who he began to know for Do himself. Do your 12-year-olds have father's business Come on, doing? Come right. on. Right. So yes. what we want to do is make sure that we're able to wean our children off of us at an age where they begin to discover who God is for themselves. Now, for me and my parents did a wonderful job. I'm so thankful yeah. for my mom and dad and the, the legacy of, of the word of God that they raised us in. But... I didn't begin to discover who God was for myself until I was about 25, and that's not on them, that's on me. Yes. Um, but that point in time has to come. I believe you've got a lot of people who are raised Christian mm -hmm. and who go to church because that's where mom and daddy go to church and where grandma you know, yeah. goes to church and where their parents went to church, and they've never sought God for themselves. They never sought the truth. And in some instances, brother, they may not even be born again. That's right. They're playing church, but they don't know God. That's right. And so it's important for us to, to, to make sure that we take this important time, and it's not long. My goodness, we've got three boys, yeah. and it seems like yesterday that they were, you know, one and two and three, and now they're 16 and 13 and 10. And in a few years' time, the first one's going to be out of the house. My goodness. Yeah. What precious time that we have to make sure that we present God to them and that we are examples to them and that we let them let them get in the mud puddle and get dirty <laughs> make a few let them, yeah, they need to. Let them have a, a tough decision to make where mom and daddy don't make it for them yes. go ahead sir and, and in that place you're there that's right, right. let them that's make right. the mistakes how many of us never made a mistake you look out and see if you huh mistake free <laughs> not a single one and so yes. when we give them this opportunity, what, to make the mistake, then they actually, you know they got support. You're there. That's right. You're right there. That's right. They That's come good. to you easily. Make it inviting, right? Make it yes, inviting sir. for them to come to you. Yes, sir. When they got the support they need, it's That's okay right. if they fall a time. That's right. Them. Absolutely. You let them know they got the loving support. You, you show them the way. Yes, sir. Uh, the truth, right? Yes, sir. That they need for that circumstance. And uh, Hallelujah. I think you're saying the, the right thing, brother. I mean, our representation of him is so imperative. It is. It has been. I mean, some of the things we're talking about have not even been said in a lot of churches. That's right. right? And it, and uh, this is faith for family. That's right. You know, people need to hear things, what the word says, right, yes, about these areas of life, because it's yes, the only sir. way we can trust God in that way. Absolutely. And um, so when we do this, when we represent him well, it's a it's the steps we need to take to overcome all the misrepresentations of the years past. That's good. Because there's too much that's been said about him that's absolutely that's not true. You can't find it anywhere in here. That's right. And that's not okay for our families. It's not. You know, because the day is gonna come, we won't be there for them. That's right. If the Lord tarries is coming, we'll go on in glory. Yes, sir. We're gonna go, all right, come on, babies, do it well. That's right. We're gonna cheer you on, right? That's right. And they're going to have to have been trained. Well, to do well and carry this faith forward. That's right. That's and good. And not people see God the way He is and represent Him well, like yes. their dad did, like their mom did. Right? Praise God. Praise you, Lord. You said something there, and it does. It 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 starts in the family. We we spoke earlier this morning and last night about the foundation of a family is the marriage. That needs to be solid. That's solid. Then the children have a foundation to stand on. And in the church setting, it's the same. Uh, the church is the foundation of truth. And so if these families, if, if, if mom and dad 
will begin to seek God for themselves, establish themselves in righteousness, find out where they're missing it, get things right. Now you're going to set that example for, for baby and, and daughter and son to learn who they are in Christ. And it's going to strengthen the family and it's going to in turn strengthen the church. And as the churches grow stronger, we get the world evangelized, brother. That's we begin to represent God in truth the way that he is. And he's a God of love. He's a God yes. of mercy. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Uh, you know, as you were saying that, I was thinking, we, tomorrow and I talked about this even just recently, but, you know, the scriptures talk about if one will put a thousand to flight, yes. two, ten thousand. When you get a family together seeking after and serving God, doing what he puts in their hearts to do, hallelujah. you're not adding supply, brother. You're multiplying. You got That's synergistic good. effect where anointed God. families yes, sir. can do bountiful works hallelujah. for the kingdom. Yes, sir. And it's hallelujah. It starts on the head. That's right. Fathers, Praise mothers, God. right? That's Husbands, right. wives. Starts with us, right? That's I right. sign myself. If Jesus tells me love tomorrow, like Christ loved the church, yes, here I go. Come on. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. I'm going to find out how to do it. By That's his right. grace, I'm doing it. And that has nothing to do with what she does for you. That's right. Find out Everybody. what your part is. That's right. Don't be concerned with the part. You know, I did that for a long time. Yes, I was I was really good at finding out what other people were supposed to do for me. Oh, that long. But you know what? When I finally gave up, when I saw that there's no fruit in that. Find out what the Lord has called you to do and just become an expert at it. Yeah. He'll help yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, and everybody does that. Oh, glory to God. Yes. Unity. Yes. Unity is what results from that. And unity is the prayer that Jesus prayed for the body. That's right. You that's know, right. That's the goal. That's right. Till we all get yeah. raised up yeah. come into the unity of the faith of the knowledge of the Son of God. I mean, I think about those last recorded words in prayer. And he's praying that that we as a church, and that's what's why we even invited. I know we didn't say I told you earlier, but we've invited Daniel and Felicia and this ministry to be here because they have part of the supply. It's for the unity. Yes, sir. You know, and I encourage you, look at Ephesians 4. You can look at connected parts of that ministry, but it shows that there will be this perfecting of the body. That's right. And there will be an effectual working. You want to see people saved? Then start receiving the supply that you're supposed to get and then giving your supply. That's good. Because you have part two. Yes, sir. And when we do that as families, connectively, yes, sir. we're going to start reaching what? Schools? Yes, sir. Right? That's reaching right. How, you know, reaching our occupations. Yes, I mean, sir. A, and and I'll tell you, tomorrow and I have had the wonderful privilege of teaching some great kids okay. and ministering to some great kids. And it's amazing I can't say how many parents are blessed by their children. Hallelujah. They come home talking about what they're believing God for, yes, and sir. then it happens, right? Glory to God. Up over their parents' head, right? They believe for that dog, and there's, you know, there they are. What are you going to yeah. do now, Dad, Mom? What are you going to do now, right? And they are so, I mean, and so it is an effectual working that parents in faith, parents in the Lord, parents naturally, they have a part to give. But kids, I'm sure you guys as parents can say oh, this. Yeah. They have a wonderful part. Some things they will do. come out of their mouth and Absolutely. you'll go, that's God. That is good. That is right. That is good. It happens often. And they <laughs> excite those that have many experience, many hard opportunities to be bitter. Yeah. And you got this young buck coming on in, excited yeah. as can be about life, yes, about sir. what they're going to do in this world. We can ignite and keep kindling that faith fire that's on the side of that parent. It's a wonderful, that's interconnected right. working we need. 
Praise we God. need it in our families. Absolutely. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God, brother. How are we on time? We got plenty of time. Um, is there what else you got? So you're talking about the righteousness. Yes, the right. Is there anything more you want to say about the righteousness, sir? You know, <clears throat> Felicia and I have, as I was speaking to you earlier, have been raised in a wonderful church in mm -hmm. in Kaiser, Arkansas, and yes, um, little small town, and uh, not a whole lot going on there, you know. But one thing that we were able to get and praise God for our pastor there that instilled in us this revelation of righteousness yes you know he got a hold of that and he like a dog on a bone he would not turn it loose and i was raised in that church from the time i was two years old until i'm 41 and um you know i heard it all my life but i didn't i didn't necessarily understand didn't have a revelation of what it meant and uh then the lord moved us you know to branson from there and we began to serve with brother keith and phyllis moore's church and then on the sarasota now been with them now for I guess about 12, 12 years or so mm -hmm. serving and just growing up and being fed the word and during that time this revelation of righteousness began to kick in mm -hmm. and all the things that precious brother Jerry and Kaiser taught me all my life began to take hold in my heart and I began to realize my God mm -hmm. you know we're uh, we're not just worms that God has rescued and had pity on. No, the loving Father has. We were worth the blood of Jesus. That's right. And That's having right. been washed in That's the right. blood of Jesus, we've been made right with Him. That's right. We've been set in a place with Him where I actually had the Lord say this to me one time. Now, if you, uh, if this don't bear witness with you, well, just, just hang on. Don't yes, throw it away. Yes, sir. I was praying one time, and I just remember you know kind of out of writ i went into my my religious prayer scheme and just began to you know thank the lord lord i just thank you oh without you i i'd just be in trouble and i wouldn't have this and i wouldn't have it and the lord stopped me right in the middle of it and he said son what are you doing and i said well i'm praying and he said no you ain't praying to me he said you're not without me Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I'll never leave you. I'll never That's forsake right. you. So why would you spend time in what you call praying to me and just outlining the things of the past that's been washed away? I don't even know that man anymore. Hallelujah. That man doesn't exist anymore. Hallelujah. And I that's said, right. Lord, that's that's right. that's right. He said, you know what? And this is what I was going to share with you. He said, when you when I, and he speaks to you the way you understand, but he said, when you look up and pray. Really, if you prayed from your right place, you'd look to your left. Because we've been, the Bible says, we've been raised up in Christ and made to sit together in Him in the heavenlies, far above all principality, power, might, dominion, everything that's one. We've been seated at the right hand of the throne of God in Christ. So that's a lot different from I'm just an old filthy worm, you know, worthless. You look at life differently. Absolutely. From that place. Brothers, this revelation of righteousness will change who you are. It'll change how you see yourself. It'll change how others see you. It'll change your prayer life. It will establish you in confidence. And there'll be a boldness. The Bible says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. That's you begin right. to find out who you've been made to be in Christ. That's right. And your prayers, you'll take authority over the devil. I tell you what, I'm not afraid of the devil no more. 
I look forward to spending the rest of my life kicking his teeth. So we're doing it. Righteousness. We've been made the righteousness of God in Christ. And that goes back to being a good example to our children. We're not setting a good example for our children when we play church. And when we go and we in false humility talk about how unworthy we are and how we're not deserving. We're not deserving. But we've been made worthy. We've been made right with God. That's right. And the more we grow in that revelation, the more we walk in that revelation, the more that our children are going to see the, the faith successes. You know, we yeah. uh, that's a good place to get to because what we've been learning from Brother Keith Miss Phyllis about faith, my goodness gracious, yeah. we were seeing things and hearing things that we've never seen and heard before. And we would try to put those things into practice. But and we saw some victories, you know, we saw some things. The Lord's merciful. <laughs> but over time, we began to see that, man, it's not just about principles. It's not just about doing checking boxes. That's right. Yes. And when you learn who you are in Christ, when you learn that you've been made right with God, yeah. now you can begin to see your love walk strengthen. Yes. Now you can begin to love on people. And, and the Bible says that faith works by love. That's right. So you begin to see faith working. That's right. It's important to get established in righteousness. And I think you've had a great point in the humility. I could see it when you're saying it. Humility. What is humility? Humility is who's right, I think we could ask. When it comes to humility, who's right? If God said, I paid precious blood for you, and the scriptures say that no silver or gold could compare, nothing earthly in in value could have purchased one of us. Mm But the blood Glory to God. that could not be valued, the invaluable blood of, of Jesus Christ was paid for yes, us. Sir. How worthy. If he says you're worthy of that, yes, then is he right or is that other fault? If he says you are that valuable, right. is he right or is that other thought that says, no, 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 you're thinking too much of yourself. No, right. no I'm thinking of myself. What he thinks of that's right, and that's you. That's true humility. It's yes. saying the same thing that he said. Yes, it's not based on how you feel. It's based on the yes. word of God. Yes, and that's where faith can start. Yes, sir. Because in that place of honesty, you yes, can sir. see him for who he is. For who he is. Yes, sir. And that's what I sense. Faith. You know, people have used faith to believe for this thing. Faith is for fellowship. That's good. He gave us, and I think you're going to share with us a wonderful scripture about the tying in of. Of how it connects, right? Yes, because sir. if you and I don't believe for this righteousness, yes, sir, then there's going to be a hindrance to get the faith. That's right. Which is going to be a hindrance to continue in fellowship. That's right. And so, where do you want to go, brother? It's uh, what the Lord showed me very recently was in First Timothy in chapter six. Hallelujah. And down at verse eleven. And this is where it talks about the good fight of faith. And if anybody knows who <laughs> Brother Keith Moore is, and you've heard that phrase a time or two. But what he showed me was that, and, and just like what we were saying, even though we saw some faith victories here and there, I believe probably more out of the mercy of God than our faith actually, you know, going out and taking something. But the Lord said that uh, when you become established in righteousness, when you know who you've been made to be in Christ and that you can come boldly before the throne of grace mm -hmm. to obtain everything that you need. Listen to what it says in first Timothy chapter six, verse 11, but you, O man of God, escape these things and follow after. And he gives a list, yes. righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. 
And I think maybe what has happened some, and it's certainly we can attest oh. to it because we did it. Yeah. We tried to jump right from being born again to following out of faith. Let's get faith. Let's get it. That's, that's, well, faith. Wow, this man said that you get a house and you get a car <laughs> yeah, ooh, well, with faith. That, I want that. faith. Give me that faith. Wonderful. You can get a house. Listen yes, to me. Yes, sir. You can. Yes, sir. God will give yes, you houses. That's right. That's Cars. Right. Hallelujah. But yes. he tells you right here, he's the God of order. And the order of righteousness is to follow after righteousness then godliness sanctify yourself yeah. Yeah. sanctify yourself to the to the lord and to the work of the ministry yeah. and then faith yeah. love and patience yeah. and yeah. it's a growing process and it's connected with fighting that good fight of faith that's right you know which so is the if, next one if we're, not, <laughs> if we're not getting that and yes, starting sir. where he says start righteousness then learn this godly way, mm -hmm. and then let him add all that's his to you to what? Fight well. That's right. It's the only way you're going to win. That's good. If you will, let's go to Romans 5 real quick. Yes, this is a something God has shown me about the righteousness and the grace connection. If you and I want to win in life today, we better get God's grace. Yes, sir. Nothing impossible to us if we have his grace working. And here, let's start in... Uh, uh, let's start in verse 15. We'll go to 21. And it says, but not as the offense, so also is the free gift. We're talking about righteousness. You'll see that. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, has abounded to men. You're wondering, has it worked? It's, he's done this. It is a done deal. And not as it was, 16 verse, by one that sinned, so is the gift. So what do you got to do? To uh, work to achieve this, nothing. nothing. He has given this righteousness. That's you right. can take it by faith right now. Amen. Say, I want it. Yes, I, I want this boldness. I want to know God freely. I don't want to be ashamed yes. to talk to God anymore. That's right. Right there, it will change, my fellow. It yes, will sir. change right there. And he continues and says, "So is this gift for the judgment was by one to condemnation, which means you don't have to be condemned." Amen. You don't have to be ashamed. Glory to God. But the free gift is of many offenses to justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned, now notice this is being ruled over, dominated mm -hmm. by what? Death, mm -hmm. shame, guilt, darkness, right? Mm -hmm. Not having enough. Much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. Shall. Reign, Reign in life by yes, one Jesus Christ. Shall denotes spiritual law. If you and I step out and gravity says we shall touch this earth's surface. Mm -hmm. Well, if it says that by this gift of righteousness, we shall, shall reign. There is a spiritual law it active and functioning. And guess what, brother, Hallelujah. sister? You're going to rule in this life. Glory to God. It's not through yourself. Mm -hmm. Through Christ Jesus, we're ruling right now. Let's go. Go with me forward to the 21st verse for time's sake. And it says that as sin has reigned to death. This, uh, you know, I like James says, you know, for him that knows to do good and does it not to him, it's sin. Yes. When it talks about sin, it's talking about the light that we have. I don't know about what you've been, what God's shown you, but I do know me. And I can focus on that. That's enough to keep me busy. Yes, right? sir. <laughs> yes, so he sir. said that as sin has reigned to death, even so might grace reign through 
Righteousness. Righteousness. To eternal life. You want God's life working in you? Hallelujah. Receive this righteousness and then his grace, yes, which is his ability to speak, Come on. his ability to know, his ability to do, his ability to trust, his ability to love and be yes, generous. That will flow through you. That's right. Flow through your family. Glory flow through your marriage. You want to know how to say the right thing when she says, how do I look in this dress? <laughs> Brother, get the grace of God. You better be righteous when you answer that Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for your help. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. My brother, it has been such a good time here. We're so thankful for your part. We're thankful for you too, sir. Oh my! And for all of you, we uh we pray this blesses you. You can find out more Daniel and Felicia Owens. We're so thankful for what God's doing. I'm sure there's some exciting things that we'll be hearing Praise for God. what God's doing in your lives soon. Hallelujah! These days to come. Hallelujah! Something that the I remember, Brother Hagen, Kenneth E. Hagen said this. He was praying for revival. Mm -hmm. Praying for revival. He said uh. He's saying, thank you, Lord. Revival's coming. Revival's coming. Revival's coming. The Lord checked him about it, corrected him, said, he showed him, you need to start talking now. Come on. He said, revival is here. Come on. He's having meetings. No one's showing up. Revival's here. Revival Glory is God. here Revival today. Is here. Revival's here in our homes. Yes, Revival's sir. here. And yes, he sir. said it changed. People coming to the meetings. People coming back to God. People, oh, Hallelujah. It's here. I agree. Wait, wait, and it's here, brother. It's, I agree. It is here. Revival is here. Praise God. People Thank coming Lord. back to God. Yes, sir. People being made right. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise him. Well, we love you guys. Yes, sir. We bless you. We will see you soon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God.